the kid is pretty much in front of the TV nonstop. where you can find encouragement and inspiration and also tips to help your marriage just grow and thrive. Because at Live Your Best Marriage, we always believe that every marriage has a chance to be awesome and also to be fulfilling. That's right. Everybody has the chance to be happy and live a long life together. Oh, yeah. Everywhere we look, it seems like divorce is happening and it's also encouraged. So we just want to be one of those places where you can come back to and just hear that actually it is possible to stay together and be happy and just know that we are real people with real problems. We've been together for 13 years and we have four children. So we're definitely in the trenches just as much as anyone else is. But we're making the most of it, and we are having the time of our lives. We, are, we couldn't be happier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And if you guys want to connect with us more, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Whitney Shio. And I'm at Pesa Shio. Or you can subscribe to the blog at liveyourbestmarriage.com. Oh, yeah. So what are we talking about today, Whitney? <laughs> So, well, with the holidays coming up, I realized that one thing that is super important for couples to show when they're with relatives and they're just at get-togethers and everything is unity. Okay, so how to show unity? Yes. Okay. Unity for husband and wife is so, so important because (laughs) you're just going to be around a lot of different influences this time of year because everybody has their own opinion their own ideas and especially if you have kids it can be really tough sometimes if you want your kids to avoid certain types of food or to have a certain bedtime routine and other folks that you're spending time with don't really see the big deal oh yeah And they, some of them will actually insist on just giving your kids the food that you really don't want them to have. Yes. And so when those things Because you're actually, you're being seen as the food Nazi. Like you're (laughs) always like making sure that they only get a certain type of food. And some um, in-laws or parents or whatever will be like, "Uh, what's the big deal? It's just a piece of toast or it's just a piece of greasy steak Mm -hmm. what's the big deal yeah absolutely if you and your spouse and your children are the only family that is vegetarian showing up (laughs) at a get-together sometimes it's not easy and even there was a time when I started restricting sugar for the kids I just didn't want them to have as much And it's not that sweets were completely outlawed or anything like that, but there were just some (laughs) types of cookies and desserts that I was just like, okay, I think that's definitely going overboard. Mm -hmm. But relatives would always insist on just giving it to the kids. Because that's their their way to show that they love 
they are kids, like your kids. Right, they love the kids, but also, and they're just having a good time. Yes. But, but to you, you'll end up dealing with the consequences later when the kid comes home and they're all sugared up. Right, so there's actually two consequences. One is you will feel like you're not being listened to. And okay, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll also feel like your boundaries are being invaded. <laughs> Broken, yes. But the other consequence is if your kids start having reactions to the food. Okay. Which ours, ours almost always do. I mean, um, the other day we gave bread to our three-year-old. It's like most like a roll. It, yeah, I don't know what kind of bread. I don't remember, but... She just went, she just became really, really hyper after eating this bread. I don't know what was in it. And so Pesa and I are always like really, in case you can't tell, <laughs> always like really particular about what kind of ingredients are in the food that we eat. And so, I, I learned it from somebody. <laughs> so, I, so you know, there was, look out there was a time things. I never really cared about what ingredients there in the food, but after... After being around Whitney for 13 years. <laughs> it has become a little bit of a concern. Yes. So, so yeah, I mean, our three-year-old had this type of bread. The older kids weren't really affected by it, or, or they didn't show it. But she just became extremely hyper and really irritable and just really acting out of character. And so the only thing like that was different... Way out of character. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that had changed was the bread that was yeah. the only thing different that she had that day and so it's that really is tough when you're when you're at a party and an in-law or relative insists on you know feeding certain types of food to your kids or or even if it's even if the food thing doesn't bother you if you know that it's better for your kids to go to bed at a certain time yes and then if they don't you are the one who is stuck with the consequences oh, yeah. of a messed up routine. Oh, yeah. But the other folks in the room really don't have to worry about it. You know, the funny thing is uh, I had gone to a meeting once and then this lady, like, she's a grandma. So she was just talking to her friends, but I, I was able to overhear it. And she was saying that when she, when she when she's like, when my son makes me mad... I just, when I take the grandkids, I sugar them up so much, give them all the sugary snacks, and then send them back to my son's house, and then he has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And it sounded really mean, but... Right, right. And so that is definitely not being considerate because okay. they won't be dealing with those consequences. Consequences, yes. And... Um, and it's the same thing with a bedtime routine. If you have older kids, like, well, I guess for us, older is like six or seven. Mm -hmm. um, if a relative says, hey, you don't have to go to bed at 9 p.m., mm -hmm. like what your mom is telling you, then guess what? For the next several nights, she's going to, my daughter is going to keep saying, uh, I don't have to go to bed at 9. Yeah. So, and it's going to be an argument. But if you have a baby... I've also gone through that where if a baby's sleeping routine is disrupted, they're up a lot during the night and then I don't sleep at all. Oh, yeah. And so, but again, 
the folks who were in the room just a few hours before that aren't dealing with it. No, they It was not. their idea yes. to stay up later, or it was their idea to drink more soda. Mm-hmm. But guess what? At 3 a.m., they're not there. They're just, they're sleeping. Oh, yeah. So, so for husbands and wives, it is so important for you guys to be on the same page. Yes, to be on the same page. And it, it really... Um, it's only fair, I think, that the spouses come together and show unity during situations like that. And these are mild situations. There are other times in life where it's it's obviously much more severe. Like when you have a teenager wanting to go and do activities that you don't feel comfortable with them going to do and, and things like that. But the reason why it's just so important is because if one spouse... It feels strongly that certain things need to be done, certain actions need to be taken so that a routine can be kept consistent and yes. and they are the one who suffers through the consequences anyway when things get disrupted. The other spouse, I honestly think they need to empathize and, and really just show that they're on their side. Um, because oh, yeah. And you know, but sometimes the problem comes from the fact that the other spouse might not really, might want to empathize with you, but they really don't understand what the problem is. So they might, you might be focused on the action, which is go to bed or don't eat this. Mm -hmm. But you did not take time to educate the other spouse on why it's important Mm -hmm. and like what's going on about the um why you need to do that action so at the end the other spouse doesn't really see the 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 big deal like why don't they why do they have to go to bed at this time or Mm -hmm. and why is she upset yes like why like why is she that upset Mm -hmm. that things aren't going her way (laughs) it's not such a big deal anyway right yeah and we actually had that happen to us um for many many years peso was going to work during the night as a nurse. And so if I had an issue with the kids during the night, it was kind of hard for him to understand oh, yeah. where I was coming from. And now that he's a work from home dad, he sees everything that goes on. Our 10 month old is not a huge fan of sleeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least not during the night. And so now Pesa actually is there every step of the way and can see how how frustrating it is to not get enough sleep and just not be able to calm her down. I mean, and it's not even that she's crying. She's just wide awake and wants to play at 4 o'clock in the morning. She wants to jump on the bed. She wants to get down and walk around. And so now he's like, Oh my gosh, if I was at work and then I came home and you told me about this, it would be really hard for me to understand what you went through during the night. Oh yeah. And so I wouldn't see what's the big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as you want to em- emphasize or empathize with the, your other spouse, mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Right. So right. I think... The other person, the other spouse can actually do a better job of uh, helping you understand what they really, um, what they were really going through. And at the same time, you should be able to 
be more open-minded and uh, and see where they are coming from Mm -hmm. yeah exactly exactly because um another another issue that comes up is when you get advice from people who don't even have a similar situation okay to yours like and I mean, this could be coming from anybody. This could be coming from a friend, a coworker, a relative, in-law, whatever. They like you. They love you. Yes. But they're trying to help, and they're so they're giving you advice on what to do. But if they don't even have kids, or they have one child, and you have four kids, um, their advice might not be what you need. Especially, might not be what you need for that exact situation when it comes to raising four kids right yes and this is not to say that you can't read a book on blah 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 but it's it's a different story from reading a book and actually leaving it yeah yep and there was a time um there was a lady who there was a couple who hadn't didn't have any kids and they seemed i was just talking to them and they seemed to know a lot about the, the best way to raise kids because the wife was a nurse practitioner and she just knew she had read from the books and she pretty much knew the best way to raise kids. But now talking to them after that, she has had a baby. She pretty much says everything she had learned as a nurse practitioner and from the books, most of it is not tied to reality what she's going through so basically she had to start learning a new way of raising the kids not what she had prepared herself by reading all the textbooks mm-hmm. if it makes sense right right and we also have friends who were going through some really difficult behavior problems with their daughter when she was about nine mm-hmm. um she just she would get really really mad and start throwing these huge tantrums and I mean, they, they just, I mean, they felt like they had tried so many things, you know, to get her to calm down and just, just work out these, this situation. And, um, a mutual friend of ours, who's a social worker really tried so hard to help and she was giving them advice. And, um, it just happens that the social worker was not a parent at the time, but the advice she gave this couple really was not helpful at all because there was, and, and the mother told me, she said, there's just such a huge difference between having, doing something in your career, like taking care Mm -hmm. of kids as a job, being a social worker. And then there's a huge difference between that and actually living in a house with a child who can't stop screaming. Yeah. She's like, those are just so different, and the advice actually made the situation worse. Oh, and really? so and so what happened? so i don't I don't remember exactly. this was several years back, but um it it all just goes back to the point that husband and wife are the ones who can have the most impact on what needs to be done for their household and the truth is, I mean, we all get advice and tips from everywhere. We're even talking about it in this podcast. We're also giving you advice also, right now. <laughs> yeah, we're also giving our point of view. So it's just, there's just this constant flow of information that comes to us. Like, it seems like all day long. 
There's never a shortage of information. And I just really want to encourage the husbands and wives out there to just really stick together and be strong. If you're in in a, a situation that's even similar to the things that we've mentioned. I mean, um, and it can be the simplest things like, okay, I don't want my kid to have bread. Okay. Or I don't want my kid to have candy or whatever. It's not <laughs> whatever si- it is. It's not as simple if you are a vegetarian. Now, that's a big deal. No, yeah. Like a vegan, yeah, that's a big right, deal. Right, right. I mean, whatever your preference is, I just really think that it is super important for the couple to come together and also to show unity in front of everyone else and just just remind everybody that you guys are on the same team and you're the ones who make the decisions. Oh yeah. In that house. I mean, it's honestly like I've seen this I've seen this play out so many times where um a mom is just just really really particular about what she wants for her kids and um, what kind of sleep routine she prefers, what kind of TV time mm-hmm. she prefers. Or oh, even the, what kind of yeah. TV, yeah, like TV time and also the shows that they're going to watch. Right, yes. like so how much TV they can watch and then also what kind of shows that you're okay with them watching. And again, I mean, I've just seen it play out where relatives really don't <laughs> think there's any need to be concerned at all. And so they start introducing the kids to all different kinds of shows or they if they're babysitting, the kid is pretty much in front of the TV nonstop. And so it honestly, like the main point is when you're the one when you're the parent, you are the one who has to suffer through the consequences. But, but you see, the way I look at it, and I might be wrong, um, so instead of looking at it as you are suffering through the consequences. Is there a way we can think about it as what can we do as parents to set the boundaries so that when this happens, at least we we know what to say or we 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 actually have some sort of boundary to say, you know what, I actually don't think it's a good idea for my kid to eat that or I don't think it's a good idea in a nice way to say you know what i don't think they should be watching that show and with that that way we can um we don't feel so helpless and just vulnerable like oh they're just doing things to us and at the same time there's nothing we can do because i remember this has happened when uh, we had gone to africa and uh, we had gone to one of my cousin's houses and they were watching just some music shows and According to standards that we have in Africa, that was just just a music video. No, it was just just people dancing, and I just was okay. Was kind of not okay, but it wasn't that bad. But to you, and now I totally see what you're talking about. To Whitney, that was like. Can you just explain how crazy that video? Was? Okay, I had completely forgotten that that even happened. <laughs> we were in Tanzania. And the show was, I don't even know what it was, but they started dancing and it was so clear to me from the get-go that the women were pretty much objects. There is no way someone could argue that they were not being objectified and it was very vulgar. 
So our two little girls were just sitting there with everyone else in the living room. But the whole family, it. the whole family from the dad and the everybody. whole family, the husband, the wife, all their kids, they were just watching it like, oh, this is our Friday night show. <laughs> and I had to, t I told Pace, I'm like, okay, you please, can you please explain to them that we need to change the channel like now? <laughs> and he did. And, and then they were like, they were kind of surprised. Yeah. Like. Because, but, but then they, I could see like after a few seconds, the wife kind of knew like where I was going with that, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, it's, just <laughs> and that's something, um, it's like culturally different because I remember being raised in a culture where they on national TV, I guess that's what's happening now, but here too, but they used to play like songs which I, right now I think they're way too raunchy or whatever but the dancing stars were like way just out there like really raunchy but that's what was being shown over and over and over and you don't even question it until you meet my mm. lovely wife <laughs> No, it's not even that. It's just, I mean, seriously. And I really appreciate because I never thought about it that way. So it's so important for you to explain. And then... It's not It's not talked about enough. We have four daughters. Uh -huh. Like, the, the objectifying of women is not talked about enough. And the whole Playboy Mansion thing, that concept, that was something that men enjoyed at the expense of women. Yes. Honestly. Yes. I, I just don't see how anyone can even say that that was a good idea. No, it wasn't. Like, like I just, I don't see that. And especially, I really don't want my four daughters to grow up thinking that they should be treated like that. No. So. I also don't. So anyway, yeah, the, the TV show that he brought up a few minutes ago, I wasn't upset or anything because they, they were very um, gracious about it. They changed the show, and that was awesome. But I have gone through, we have had some other situations where we were at relatives, at like at the home of a relative, and um, our baby it seems like Pesa and I always have a baby <laughs> like every it's like we've never not had a baby in our house amen and so amen. our our baby was um, you know, you I'm either that, I'm always either pregnant or I have a baby you know that's a blessing it is yeah. a huge huge blessing we yes. we have there there are gifts yeah I just thank God for that yes yes you know? we are we are so fortunate to have amen. our kids amen and anyway one of our babies was very very tired and I mean like overly exhausted because we were it was a trip that we were on and so everyone around me in the living room including Pesa really did not see a problem they just did not see why I would need to take her to bed. And so, needless to say, I was up with her, like, the rest of the night because she was just so fussy. So, but, if, if you had to go through that again, now, but, now, now knowing all these things about setting boundaries and actually not just being somebody who just, just goes through things and not set the boundary, what would you have done? So, it wasn't about boundaries. What was it, it was about? It was about husband and wife being on the same page because I was trying to set the boundaries, mm -hmm. but my in-laws were ignoring it 
Mm-hmm. They were crossing the boundaries. But if I had a husband who actually was on the same page with me, he would have pretty much uh, taken care of that whole situation by the fact that he was siding with me and it would have been dealt with. The baby would have gone to bed. So so, so even what if would you, you tell your husband for next time? Because, yes. <laughs> because what we are saying is we, we want to make it in such a way that we are not... Um, we are having like actionable tips so that if other couples are going through this, they don't feel like, okay, I literally have to choose between spending time with my relatives and also having a crazy night later. What can we do to pretty much setting, set up the boundaries mm-hmm. so that not only do I go to a family event, but at the same time not have like a kid who has been sugared up and just drank so much soda, which you are against from the beginning, and you knew what will happen. So the thing is, some relatives are just, and I can't be the only one who knows this. <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only one who, who knows about this. Some relatives will crush your boundaries. You say no soda, and then in front of your face, they start pouring soda for your kid. Yes. And... So- but the thing is, it doesn't matter what they do. It matters what you and your spouse do. And, and I, if 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 and, and you I think it matters are the what... only, if only one spouse is talking about it, that's a gone case. Why is that? But if both husband and wife actually speak up and say, "Hey, we really don't want that," then they will stop. They'll quit it, honestly. And that has actually so you, worked for us recently because we've started speaking up together. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a birthday party just a few weeks ago, and the kids were being given a bunch of stuff that we didn't really want them to have. <laughs> <laughs> and But I said it wasn't a good idea, and then... Pesa decided to back me up on that one, and it worked. Because I wanted, I also wanted to spend. I want, I wanted to sleep, and I also wanted to be like to sleep well during the night. Because if I didn't back you up, (laughs) so (laughs) I'll be the one in the doghouse. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, um, really, regardless of what kind of boundaries you've put up or whether or not your in-laws or your relatives or whoever you're spending time with honors your boundaries. As long as the couple together is showing unity, that's when you're actually going to see progress in these situations. Okay. So, and you'll have a much better outcome. But what if your, if your husband doesn't show unity or your wife doesn't show? So, for example, if it's me and you are not showing unity, what am I supposed to do? Well, for many, many years, I was the one telling my mom that I didn't want the kids to have so much extra candy. And all at home, Pesa agreed with me. He also didn't want them to have candy. But when it was time to tell her <laughs> at her house, he kept quiet. And he told me just a few days ago the reason why is because he wanted to be a peacemaker. Yeah. He just didn't want to be the one like arguing and all that stuff. And and okay, I understand that. I totally understand the need to feel like you just want to be a peacemaker. 
But again, if it makes your spouse miserable, um, please side with them. Please use your voice and just help them set up those boundaries so that life does not become so difficult for them. And also, what's the priority? Being a peacemaker and all, because some people actually look at the the people who are trying to be a peacemaker as a sign of weakness and they basically just bulldoze through them because they feel like these people cannot really um, speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. So to you, you might, to me, I might be thinking I'm being a peacemaker. To somebody else, they might be thinking, you know what? They might just think you're neutral. Neutral or just somebody they can bulldoze through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. So the bottom line is husband and wife stick together and just let everybody know that you guys actually share the same desire when it comes to the routine or whatever it is that you're trying to keep in place for your household. Yes. So, folks, thank you so much. Once again, that wraps up another episode of the Live Your Best Marriage. Thanks. Okay. Bye and God bless. Are you tired of being upset, lonely, feeling empty, or just plain frustrated with your marriage? And no matter how hard you try, you're not getting anywhere, just going in circles. No matter how much you try to make time for one another in your schedule, or how many times you say, I'm sorry, Pesa and I have put together 99 ideas to help you connect with that one special person so that things can start to be more like the way they were before everyday life got in the way and caused the two of you to drift apart. We want you to have 99 ways to show love to your spouse absolutely free. You can find it at 99waystoshowlovetoyourspouse.com. Because here at Live Your Best Marriage, we truly hope that the two of you can move closer together and enjoy the connection that comes from achieving a stronger bond. Again, that's 99waystoshowlovetoyourspouse.com. That's the number 99waystoshowlovetoyourspouse.com.